In conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colopring. God bless you as you listen. Can somebody say amen? Okay, we start our study. Now, first we say we have an inheritance with God. Now we are to discover this inheritance looking at these scriptures Ephesians chapter 1 verses 11 in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will listen the scriptures I'll be reading for you they are scriptures you ought to go and meditate on every day be meditating on it until it gets into your brain. You will be living by it every day. Walk around with it every day. Meditating on it. The only way it can deliver to us is when we begin to meditate on it. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will? Who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will? It is after the counsel of his will that he brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. After the counsel of his own will, he chose us out of every kindred, every tongue, every nation, and made us his own. So, you must understand that salvation is not my debit. It's a design by God. It's a design by God. God designed it to do what? To bring certain people into an inheritance. Live in this consciousness. Live in this consciousness. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. An inheritance. So, when you see that you obtain an inheritance... What are you supposed to be doing? You should look out for the inheritance. What is this inheritance? Will you obtain an inheritance and see yourself struggling? Will you obtain an inheritance and see yourself suffering? Will you obtain an inheritance and see yourself... You don't even know the inheritance. And it will be there. And that inheritance is enough to meet every of your needs as long as you live here on earth. Until our mindset change about God. Forget about it. That's why people hate sitting down with God. You must sit down with God. You must sit down with God. There is no other way it works. You pray too much. You fast too much. You go to too much life jail. But you don't have time to stay too much with the word of God. Too much with the word of God. What makes it to work is staying with the word of God. Martha was busy moving up and down, mattering everything, mattering everything, mattering everything. Cooking food, jumping up and down. After you go and pray, night vigil. 
Night vigil does not equal the knowledge of Christ. It's good though, but it doesn't equal the knowledge. Can't, you can't compare the two. And Mary was sitting at the feet of the Lord, learning. Mary sat down at the feet of Jesus, as if she was lazy. Martha came to Jesus and said to Jesus, don't you care that my sister will come and join me and start serving? Jesus said, no, 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 no. Mary had chosen the better one. And this one she had chosen, he said, no one will ever take it away from her. No one will take it away from her. No one will take it away from her. I want to beg God's children of God, can we sit down with God's word? Can we meditate on it? Let it sink inside you. Hi. Any day God's word sink inside you, you begin to leave the world. Watch what will happen in that life. That is the change. That is the turnaround. It makes everything to work. Let me tell you the truth. If there's anything I have not got, do you know why? It's because I have not sit down with his word that will deliver it into my hand. If your health is going down, can you sit down with God's word? Any day you sit down with the word of God that has to do with your health and begin to eat it until it sinks inside you, that sickness will it will leave you and go. No, it will, on its own, the sickness will say, I'm sorry, I'm gone forever. Forever I'm gone. They say, I'm sorry. This one is dangerous. This one is dangerous. So that's where the problem is. That's where the problem is. Now, do you know something? I want to say something to you. Let me reveal something to you. Do you know if you pray well, what will God do? He will speak his word to you. If you know how to pray. Only what you get from the prayer is that God will speak his word to you. He will speak his word to you. And when he speaks that word, if you can catch it, the problem is solved. It's over forever. It's over forever. So the problem, why our inheritance don't come to us, is that we don't want to settle with this world. Unfortunately, our churches have started doing Indomie church now. Four services. One starts 6 a.m. and end by 6.30. Another one starts by 7 a.m. and end by 7.30. Another one starts by how will you use 30 minutes or 45 minutes to teach people? So what they have after is the offering. One that group has dropped the offering. Dismiss, dismiss. Another group is waiting. You don't know why they must take offering before they preach the gospel. Now. If they don't take offering, once you share grace, the people will go. But they say, take offering first because these people are terrible. They have made the people not to have value for God's word. Instead of them making them to know that if you drop offering and go, you have missed it. It is the word of God. That you should know that this is where the value is. It's God's word. Go to verse 14. Verse 14 of Ephesians. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. You have an inheritance in Christ. You have an inheritance in Christ. From the day I saw that I have an inheritance in Christ, 
I looked at my mother. I looked at my father. I looked at my entire family. I said, okay, I have an inheritance that will feed all of you, sir. There is a huge inheritance that my father in heaven reserved for me. It's too huge. Too huge. Too big. We must see what God is saying. Until a child of God see there is an inheritance in Christ. In Christ. Not all these things. People are struggling here. Your eyes will be here. Your heart will be here. You will follow them and carry knife. You will want to follow them. You won't know where you go to Juju. That's why you see children of God going to Juju. What we are trying to do is to establish that there is an inheritance in Christ. It's too large. It's even more than what we are discussing now because I'm trying to show you the one that your physical eyes can see. The one that you're facing. Because that's the one everybody wants. The handable ones. The gold, the silver, the good houses. The good cars, the good job. That's the one the pastors has occupied the heart of the people with. But there are inheritance that is beyond that. That the world cannot even give to us. They can't give to us. They don't have it. Envious inheritance in Christ. 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know. That ye may know. You need to know it. The eyes of your understanding need to be enlightened. You need to know. You need to know. You need to know. What is the hope of his calling? He did not call you into shame. Uh -uh. He did not call us into disgrace. He did not call us into this. No. He didn't call us into hopelessness. He did not call us into weeping and crying. He didn't call us into that. No. It's not what he called us into. He said that you may know what is the hope of his calling. And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. The riches of his glory, so glorious, so wonderful, so wonderful, so wonderful, so glorious, so glorious, so glorious. If you see the glory is too much, that is what I'm enjoying. That's what I'm enjoying. If you know it, you will enjoy it. If you know it, you will enjoy it. Are we saying amen? Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Every child of God, born of God, born of the Spirit of God, there is an inheritance that your father has given to you. And nobody will collect his brother's own. Because in God's own family, the inheritance is too big. There's no need of anybody envying each other. It's not the one of our family that is just two plots of land. And the time they will share it, seven men, there will be a problem. But this one we are talking about is that in our father's house, oh, there are many mansions there. Jesus said, if it were not so, I would have told you. You don't need to fight your brother. Your own portion, your father kept for you. Giving thanks unto the father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life.
Giving thanks unto the Father. Whenever you see this, thanksgiving becomes automatic inside you. You always wake up in the morning and be singing. Giving him thanks. You won't see the things around you again. There's no school fees. There's not. You know, I have an inheritance. You will even be telling your children. So you have an inheritance in Christ. He said, giving thanks unto the Father. Which has made us be to be partakers of the inheritance of the things in life. First Peter chapter 1. Listen to me. You must write these scriptures. Go and start meditating on it. Get your dictionary as what is an inheritance. If your father has properties, won't your father is no more. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Everything is there for your children. Everything is there for your children. But do you know the one of Christ? You know, when Jesus died, the reason for Jesus' death was for all of us to partake of the inheritance. You know, when a man dies, that's when his inheritance can be shared. So Jesus needed to die so that we all get into this inheritance. But do you know the next thing about his own? Jesus' resurrection is for him to survive. Listen, listen, there's something I want to teach you today. Why I'm teaching you this is that this inheritance, no matter what the devil wants to do, it must enter into the hand of a child of God who knows it. You know when a man dies, he's not resurrecting to come back. To know whether the inheritance which he reserved for his children, whether they got it or not. Now you've seen many women that after their husband died, they collected the whole thing from her. Even the children won't get it. Why? The man died. But look at the case of Jesus. Why Jesus had to resurrect is to supervise whether this inheritance actually gets into their hand or not. For you to know how serious God takes this inheritance. Jesus had to resurrect again. To now check. Do they get it or not? I have given this thing to them when I died. Now I want to know whether they get it or not. The reason why the inheritance must come into our hands is that the one that gave us the inheritance is not dead. He's still alive. That if the devil said no, we're not taking your own. He said why? He was him why? He said how? I am the one that gave him the inheritance. So he should take it. But the problem is that we don't even know. Number two, we don't want to agree with him. We want to live by sight. We want to live by what they are saying. So what they say for us supersedes what God is saying, what is written in the Bible. Anytime you mind what they are saying that is not written, no matter where it's coming from, don't mind them. I said, don't mind them. Believe what I say. So when they come and say, we break causes of life, you know, at times when something is not working for you, you might accept that's a cause on you. At times you see you have labored, 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 and it's not working. When they say, next Sunday is breaking the causes of life. Everything that is causing your life, generational cause, cause from your family, cause from this person, cause from this person, you'll be free from it. They are sounding as if there's anything remaining that Jesus didn't finish. 
You are telling a man that Christ said, I have redeemed. A man that Jesus said, I redeemed. That there's a curse on his life again. So I began to wonder, where did the curse came from? So I can't place my hand on it. I say, is it not the same Bible I'm reading? They are reading. Is there another Bible they are reading? I'll go back again to Galatians, the book of Galatians. Is it not Galatians chapter 3, verse 13? He said, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Being made a cause for us, for it is written. Cause is everyone that is hung on the tree, that the blessed Abraham might come to the Gentiles, even the promise of the Spirit. By what? By faith. And I sit down and start meditating on that scripture. I discover, ah, I receive the Holy Ghost by faith. I am speaking in tongues. I'll say, try again. I'll say, Holy Ghost, he said, I'm there. I'm there, my son. Don't mind them. There's no cause on your life. Everything that has to do with cause, Christ represented it for us. Cross. Christ represented it for us on the cross. the cause of forefathers, cause of five fathers, of six fathers. <laughs> All the causes ended there. As Jesus went to the cross, he finished it. He now brought us into this Abrahamic blessing. And that blessing, do you know what he says? He said, through me, the nations of the earth shall be blessed. You can imagine. The man that God said that through him, the nations of the earth will be blessed, is now struggling that there's a cause in his life. And there's no cause, and there's somebody that is making him to believe there's a cause in his life. Somebody's making him to believe, and he's believing they say, go to your village. Go and get a sand. How many times have you gone to the village? Is there any change? They are trying to play Jesus. They are trying to say there is another Jesus. That the Jesus our Lord did not actually deliver us well. That's what they are trying to tell us. He didn't deliver you people well. There is still some deliverance we need to do. <sighs> These people are wicked. These are that couldn't deliver themselves. If, if you go close to their lives, there are still things they are struggling with that need to be delivered. And they are telling other people there is something that Jesus did. And my Jesus said, It is what? Finished on the cross. And they said, No. How can you say it is finished? Nothing finished. Nothing finished. There are still causes of life that need to be broken. Now, God began to show us our inheritance in Christ. That we have an inheritance. An inheritance. First Peter. First Peter chapter 1 verses 3 to 4. First Peter. Listen. If I didn't do anything today, let me establish very well that you have an inheritance so that you can know it. I have an inheritance in my father's family. Do you know some of us are still behaving like bastards in their family? Some of us are still behaving like slaves in their father's house. You can't even be bold. You can't even be bold. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again. Has he begotten you? Verse 4. Unto a lively hope by the resurrection of who? Of Jesus Christ from the dead. From the dead. To and what? Inheritance incorruptible. Undefiled. 
and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. Reserved. Unfading. 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 It can't fade. It's there kept many of us after suffering here. If you go to heaven, Jesus will call you and say, come. He will just carry you. He will open one store. If you see what is there, you will fall on the ground and say, hey, is there these things belong to you? You are just here suffering yourself for nothing. All of these things belong to you. There's a suffering that is part of the inheritance. But I will show you all of these things. You have an inheritance that cannot be corrupted, that cannot fade, that cannot be defied. Your father kept it for you. He kept it for you. He kept it for me. Why are you begging up and down? Why are you walking up and down like a slave? Your heads are down. You can't even lift it up. You're not confident of yourself. You're not confident of yourself. You can't lift it up. Can't lift your head up. I will say amen. Matthew 25, 23, then 34. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. 34. Then shall the king say unto them, On his right side, Come ye, blessed of the Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you, from the foundation of the world. Inherit the kingdom that is prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Both in heaven on earth, there's an inheritance for a child of God. There's an inheritance. The whole scripture carries it. He told us there is an inheritance here, there's an inheritance there. There is an inheritance here, there's an inheritance there. Even when you finish living, enjoying the one here, if you go there, there's still another one carefully. It's still reserve it. All round inheritance, Romans chapter 5, verse 17. So we must know this and stop pursuing everything. Heaven knows. I am no more thinking about the four corners of my house. No, I am thinking beyond that. I'm thinking about families of the earth that be blessed through me. The inheritance that the father gave to me is beyond what my family can consume. They can't finish it. No, they cannot. They can't. We are talking about an inheritance that generation upon generation will what? Will partake of. Will partake of. Every one of us have a huge inheritance in Christ. So huge. You can't finish it, you and your family. You cannot. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, even Jesus Christ. By one Jesus Christ. So we are to reign. We are to do what? To reign. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more, they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in righteousness by one, Jesus Christ. That's what we call an imputed righteousness. 
the righteousness which we inherited in Christ when we give our life to Jesus. Not the righteousness that you did not fornicate. Uh -uh. It's not the one we're talking about. There's a righteousness paid into your account by faith in Christ Jesus. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? Only that you believe in Jesus. There's a righteousness paid into your account immediately. Righteousness was paid into account. That's why believing in Jesus is an outstanding message. It's the greatest of all the messages in the whole world. Believe in Jesus. Very strong, very powerful, very thick. Go to Islam. Don't say believe in Jesus. They'll say, What? But say 24 principles of prosperity, they say carigo. Carry go, no problem. Believe in Jesus. They say, which Jesus? Which Jesus are you talking about? Many people that died, including the apostles of old, the one that said dying up here tomorrow is simply because of God believing who? In Jesus. So because of believing in Jesus, there's an imputed righteousness. For everyone who believes in Christ, as soon as you believe, righteousness is being paid into your heart account. Not the one you worked for. Not the one you worked for. Just because you believe in Christ. And he said, for such people, the Bible call it abundant what? Abundant grace. Abundant grace. Abundant grace. He said, for such people, they ought to reign even with Christ here on earth. They will reign with him here on earth. They will reign with him here on earth. I tell you, get ready, you reign. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Let's round up with our scripture. Listen, don't fear. Don't fear. Allow God's word to enter your heart. Did you hear what I'm saying here? Is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? Allow God's word to get into your spirit, man. Meditate on it day and night. Meditate on it. And if children then hears, Hairs of God and join hairs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Join hairs with Christ. Join hairs with Christ. So believing in Jesus brought us into hairship with Jesus. Into headship with Christ that we can partake of the inheritance of the what? Of the saints. The inheritance that the Father reserved for his children. Co-heirs with Christ. When we believe in Jesus, God made us co-heirs, partakers of the inheritance. Co-heirs. So you have a right as a son. Don't behave like a slave. It is not you that made yourself. A hair. It is Christ. He's dead. You believe. That is what made you an hair. A co-hair with him. A co-hair with him. So you must know this truth. You don't let anybody deceive you. If they are praying for people who are under causes, say minus me. That's no cause. Unless you are not redeemed. If you are redeemed indeed, if you are a co-hair with Christ, if you have received this abundant grace, they have paid into your own account the righteousness of God. 
that you did not work for, only that you believe in Christ, my friend, there is no cause that will be on your head. All those things are liars. What your forefathers did, are you the one that did it? Didn't you hear what the Bible said? The Bible said the sin of the fathers will be with them. That of the children will be with them. Are you not hearing? I'm telling you the problem is because you have refused to read the Bible. Your father killed somebody 100 years ago. They said, is the thing that is following you. Is a lie. Those pastors don't know what to say again. They are confused. They can't read the Bible again. They are tired. They don't want to believe in truth again. They want to bring falsehood into it now. Your mindset must change. As a man thinketh in his heart, so we see. Simple. So many of us became slaves because we have refused to think scripture. We have refused to think what God is saying about us. With our open eyes, somebody is telling you, remove your shoes. You see him jumping up and down. He said, come to the church, come to the church. Carry every baby thing. Keep it on the altar. Is that what to give me? not tell them that they have inheritance in Christ. He said, lo, children, they are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his own reward. Who will he reward it with? It is me that belong to him. So today, as we finish, know that I may join here with Christ. Know that I may join here with Christ. Every child of God is a partaker of this inheritance. Every child of God is a partaker. Are you a child of God? Are you a child of God? You are a partaker. Every child of God. He said it is a glorious inheritance spoken of widely in scriptures. It is reserved not only in heaven for us, but also here on earth. Every partaker shall reign in life by Christ Jesus. Are you one? Are you one? You shall reign. It's not only in heaven. Here too. Here too. So you have no reason not to follow Christ. You have no reason to look back. They don't have it. The world don't have it. They don't have it. They don't have it. So they are doing everything to turn you away from Christ. To turn you away from Christ. But I tell you this season. Your inheritance will come into your hand. Your own portion will come into your hand. Your father don't want to hold it anymore. He wants to release it to you. I say he don't want to hold it anymore. That's why he showed it to you. So that's why we started laying the foundation to make sure we walk with God well. Are you understanding? You know that song? When we walk with the Lord in the light of his world what a glory he sheds on our way when we do his good will he abides with our seed and with all who will trust and for there's no other way to be happy in my Jesus. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His world, what 
the glory he shapes all my way when we do his glory he abides with us still and with Oh, trust and obey For there's no other way To be happy in my Jesus Trust and obey I say trust and obey For there's no other way To be happy in my Jesus I say trust and obey For there's no other way To be happy My Jesus And to trust and obey Can we pray? Bow down your heads and talk to the Lord Allow the light of his word to shine in your heart Eat his word day and night Refuse to give up on his word Despise everything that is happening around you today. Despise all that is saying around you. Despise everything he's saying. All he's planning to do is to cut you off from the vine. He knows once you are cut off from the vine, you wither. Say, Lord, I cry to you today. Help me to be fame in you. Help me to be fame. Help me to be fame. Help me to be fame. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. He said, let the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That What is the hope of this calling? He did not call you on to shame. He did not call you on to shame. He did not call you on to pity. That the people of the world will pity you. That will the devil think that he will use to put you to shame. God is turning it around. My God is turning it around for you. He is not a liar. He is not a liar. Can you talk to him? Father, here I am. You are my father. Don't call him any other name. Call him father today. Let him know that you remembered. That indeed he's your father. There is an inheritance he has reserved for you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That which you have seen is the worst that people can do. God is turning everything around for his people. He's turning it around again. He's turning it around again. Thank you, Jesus. Abo Sambadia Pranados. O Pranika Ladagazuka Pranados. Eli Pranitanosu Pranabas. you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meeting, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at Suze E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090 Email 
Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.